Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. Uh, I'm here uh, this fine day. For you, it's a Sunday. For me, it's not. Uh, joined, as always, by uh, my co-host and good friend, Blake. Hello. Blake's Jordan. here. Good, good day to you, sir. It is. It is a good day. Every EdgeGuard day is a good day. Uh, Blake's with me today to talk about a game by the name of Carlson, uh, which uh, has it. I'll just read the description to you, which, you know, is maybe misleading, but it's called uh, Do You Like Action, Parkour, and Shooting? Well, you came to the wrong place, but I can offer you some milk at least. Uh, and Carlson is a game designed by uh, itch user Danny Dev. Uh, they don't have their, uh, their full name listed there, but Danny. Uh, designed well, this game. Danny, D-A-N-I, to be clear. That is clear. That was clear. I didn't need that from you, but that's fine. Well, <laughs> it, it's not clear to the users. It could be D-A-N-N-Y. That's Jordan. True. D-A-N-I, you know? dev. Um, uh-huh. uh, and this is a game about platforming, shooting, sometimes going in slow motion, and wall jumping. Uh, so we have All in first person. All in first person, yes, that is important. Mm. And your goal is to basically traverse levels uh, sometimes you have to like shoot or avoid enemies. Sometimes you have to complete some platforming challenges and, uh, your goal is to get to the end and touch the milk, uh, <laughs> which is how you complete the level. I think you're supposed to be collecting the milk, not just touching no, it. No, it doesn't sh- I don't see him picking it up. So, well, okay. I think he just has to like channel it kind of activates when he touches it. And then, uh, and then, uh, it also has like a timer. So there's sort of a, a, uh, a time challenge involved. Although I found that I was not nearly good enough to, uh, actually be competing at the, the time challenge. There were multiple levels where it was simply a struggle just to finish it. Although we did look up afterwards, uh, and as all games, uh, on the internet, someone has already figured out how to speed run it and holy Mm -hmm. shit. I, I spent probably 45 minutes, maybe an hour playing this game without even finishing uh, two mm-hmm. of the levels, three of the levels. And um, out of, I think, is it 12 or nine? Uh, uh, nine, I think nine levels. No, more than that, right? 12 levels then? Because there's three levels. rows. They three have four rows of four. Oh, so 11 because so. the last one isn't released yet. Um, so 11 levels. I didn't finish three of them and the speedrunner completed it in three minutes 10 seconds so naturally mm. i felt bad for myself but uh <laughs> but yeah so that's the game that's the game we played uh for this week um yeah. so where'd you want to where'd you want to start for a discussion about this game mr blake mm-hmm. i don't know where did you want to start <laughs> well um i kind of wanted to so one thing i felt about this game is it almost felt like there were two slightly different games layered on top of each other. One of mm. which is about, um, they both involve wall jumping, but one of which is about like shooting people in slow motion and being badass. And the other one uh-huh. is about platforming. Um, mm, yeah. And there are some and levels th- that have, you know, they combine them in different amounts, but they often felt like they were like, I kind of had to put on a different hat into, in order to do, do each one. Um, I, I also, I was personally a much bigger fan of the, uh, slow motion shooting dudes, uh, game yeah, within I, this game. Some, Although part, partially that could be that I, it just never clicked for me how to do the platforming. It was very tricky, but yeah, I have, I have some, some thoughts about all this stuff. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's kind of like 
most of the levels kind of fall into a category of like you are moving through rooms with several enemies and avoiding the enemies and doing some lighter platform to get past them or you're in a big open space like geometry floating above uh like open sky and there's only uh, a handful of enemies and usually only one at a time uh but you're doing like tougher platforming challenges rather than more combat related challenges and yeah i would tend to agree that the sort of more like combat focused ones are a little bit more enjoyable and i have some reasons why i feel that's the case um if if i guess we might as well get into them now yeah let's start with that let's start with the what makes the uh the combat sections uh fun what what was your honestly i think the i think the big thing is is that they're just enclosed and so when uh it's kind of makes when stuff goes wild with the platforming and the physics it makes it uh like kind of fun and zany uh rather yeah. than uh super frustrating whereas in sort of the more platforming focused levels where you're just floating over open air you end up falling off the edge of the level and yeah. many of the levels have kill planes that are like pretty far below the level and as far as i could tell there's no like quick restart button so you either have to like hit escape and and pick restart or retry yeah. or you just have to like wait for yourself to fall which uh, in a game like this, <laughs> you, you, you gotta have a quick restart. You gotta gotta have a quick restart. That's button. true. Like, where you just especially hit like F4 or whatever. You just hit R. Like honestly, there's uh, yeah. especially a, a thing I was about to say. Especially in a game like this, where like the inputs you're using are so small, you're basically using like W A S D uh, left control and space bar, and then mm-hmm. the mouse. It's like you got a lot of open keys to put on a, yeah. a quick reload. Uh, of the level well technically uh, you're also using e and q but not very often what wait well what? picking up and throwing guns but it doesn't come up that oh often. i forgot about yeah most of the time i would just pick up whatever gun and yeah. use it for the rest of, i guess but there's a, a couple uh, times when you need to switch to or from the grapple yeah uh, which yeah, is another do. thing that i thought was interesting is having the grapple be a gun which i actually uh-huh. i think i think is maybe one of the biggest design um design bits that uh made it feel like two games for me which is just that like Mm. you cannot hold a gun and a grapple at the same time you know makes it feel like shooting and grappling are two different really two different play styles that you have to occupy and uh um yeah so i i i think that was uh, that was how i felt about that um and then there are a few and then i guess you don't always have to use the grapple when you're given it though there's a few places when uh, your gun can double up as a uh, as a movement device because it has some uh, oh god <laughs> it has some basically rocket jump mechanics. You can use the the shotgun for rocket ju- for like getting a little boost, and then it's like a uh-huh. grenade launcher or something can give you a big one. I didn't really use a grenade launcher much, which is probably why I struggled so much. It seems like it's an important part. Well, I I'm not sure uh, that it's an impo- I think it's an important part if you're trying to speed run the game. Sure, <laughs> uh, but I think for a casual uh, playthrough, I think it would only have made you more frustrated. Um, because I all right, do you, you want to get into why I think this game the pro- the platform of this game is isn't all the way there? The let's finish the um, the the first game. So the. One thing that I did really uh, like was the um, the the automatic time slow when you uh-huh. slide through glass. 
I thought when you break that, glass or cause an explosion yes, or cause an explosion that I, I feel like they, you know, I was a little skeptical about like automatic time change uh-huh. rather than something like uh, my friend Pedro, where you kind of like, uh, have you played that game? Uh, I haven't, but I, I am aware of it. It is. No, know what you're talking about. So awesome. You should play it, but you like, yeah. you go slow motion, uh, and like do these crazy, uh, you're like doing you know, like, some tri- John Woo shit, right? Yes, like flipping yeah, around it's like 2D guys. doing John Woo, um, matrix shit. And, uh, but the, the automatic, I, I felt like actually worked pretty well because of, um, like very well designed, uh, or good level design at the moments where it happens. So like having, uh-huh. uh, the, the ramp after the spot where you, um, break the glass sort of like naturally slide you down into the action. Uh, it makes it so there's this very like cinematic scene where you slide through the glass it breaks and there's like a bunch of guys at the bottom of the ramp and you're like sliding uh-huh. down you shoot the shoot the explosive barrel and yeah or there's there's like a level where you have to like wall jump from one wall to another and then jump through a pane of glass where there's a guy with a gun on the other side and you like yes as you br- break through the glass you have to so um i guess we haven't talked about this yet but if you uh a lot of the uh, most of the levels that are sort of like combat enemy focused you don't start with a gun but if you run at someone and then like yeah, crouch yeah. you'll slide in and hit their knees and knock them out and you can grab their gun that way uh and so uh, it ends up being that like you usually have to start out by like there's one guy you have to figure out how to close the distance from you to him before he can shoot you and then, you know, knock him over, get his gun and then you can kind of work from there. Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, sort of uh, it's it's a fun way of like they, uh, they give you some setups where it's like, all right, slide through the or crash through this plane of glass and like. Hopefully, since the time is slowed, you'll have uh, you'll be able be able to dodge the bullets coming at you while you yeah, exactly. run up and merc this guy. Yeah, I, um, I did think that the that one that you were talking about specifically, um, there's a, a sort of like elegant level design to that that uh, my friend Pedro uses as well, which is to just have the the player start in a position where the they can see the first enemy, but the first enemy can't see them. Um, oh, I see. And so you can kind of like uh, scope out the the geometry of the level in advance or at least of Uh this first bit so that you you're not just like flailing in on your first try and you can kind of like plan to do something uh kind of bad sure i mean it's also kind of like the hotline miami thing of like all right totally there's four guys in this room they don't know i'm coming my job is to get in and kill them all before one of them can uh, get off a deadly hit on me yeah right so yeah um yeah, I guess the Which Hotline this game Miami a- uh, example also reinforces the the quicker start thing, right? Because that's like the ultimate game about just like going oh, yeah. in super fast and then just when you fuck up, just insta restart. Yeah, yeah. Which like I feel like in a game like this where failure is going to happen and it's going to happen a lot. Yeah, uh, it's just something that quality a, of life a game yeah. of this. Yeah, it should. It just should have. It's like if you if you if the the purpose of your game is for uh, players to be like trying stuff over and over and trying to get a better time, like give me a quick restart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree that there's like definitely in those levels, there's, uh, they set up some, some pretty fun and, uh, sort of, uh, emergent moments where, uh, there's, there's another aspect where, um, there's like, uh, tables and you can slide under them and that can sort of like help you avoid getting hit by bullets. Yeah. As if yeah. you like slide under a table, the, the enemies kind of have a hard time shooting at you. Um, 
And so you can have this, it's like a fun kind of cool looking thing where you like, you know, crash through a window and run, slide under a table and kick some guy and grab a shotgun and blow away the the other two guys in the room and then kind of like wall run into the next room. Like that looks cool and it's pretty fun. Uh, and I, while I was playing those levels, I was sort of forgetting the, the more frustrating levels that uh, uh, have, um, you know, more problems which uh, of course yeah. are the the platforming levels we keep alluding to yeah let's um, so let's move let's move on to the the platforming so what were um what were some of the things that made it feel uh weird to you so um, so there's a few things but i think a lot of uh a lot of well okay maybe not a lot of um i'll, I'll say um everything works in a very specific way uh, and the game does not do a great job of commuting, communicating to you, uh, what w- the exact way in which everything works. And also, uh, there's a lack of consistency in the way mm. that things work where in a game like this, where you're supposed to be kind of like time constrained and you're supposed to be moving fast, uh, and like mot- maintaining momentum when stuff you, when you can't consistently do something because, uh, the way that it works is a mystery to you. Uh, <laughs> it makes it really hard uh, to do that. Uh, and f- funnily enough, uh, that happened for me with literally the first thing the game asks you to do, which is uh, wall running. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it took me like five minutes of just like forcing. I like beat the first level because I got past the first wall running thing sort of by chance. And then I got to a later level and I'm just like, I do not know how to do this yeah. consistently. And so then I went back and like just tried it over and over again and finally like figured out at least a way that I could get it to mostly consistently work. But it actually still was like something that uh, continued to to plague me. I, it's like I had to think about it every time. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is like you kind of want to be reaching into that lizard brain that like doing each individual thing should be uh, simple enough that you can do it without thinking. It should be chaining them together and figuring out what you're going to do next on the fly and like sort of acting on your feet. It should kind of be like what you're, what you're using your brain power for, not like trying to make sure you're uh, doing the thing right. At least, uh, you know, for the basic actions, which I feel like wall yeah. running is a pretty basic action considering it's something they ask you to do a lot. Yeah, I am. Um uh, the, the way that, so I, I agree that it's it sort of is like, um, it's tricky to build an intuitive understanding of the movement in this game. It, it always feels like you're, you're, you're like, like struggling and kind of like guessing and just kind of hoping it works out. Uh, uh-huh. I, I, it's a game where I was, uh, I found myself, you know, doing that thing you do where you move your body as you're moving and be uh-huh. like, Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, is is very much that experience for me. And one of the reasons why I think it um it had that effect is actually because it like I, I'd be curious to hear if you agree with this, but it mm-hmm. seemed like it gave you a little bit too much um like freedom of movement. Uh, just in I, the sense of like you know it it's really delicate. Um, and like you know the exact it's volatile ex- exact, is what I would say. Yes, exactly. The exact spot that you hit on a wall. Can can make a big difference in uh, where you move, how high you go, and then the thing, the place you really notice it is well, two places for me. One is uh, when you are just barely missing a ledge and hitting uh-huh. the edge. Uh, oh first God. of all, as with all first-person platformers, you don't have a good intuitive sense of where your feet are, uh, so uh-huh. you, you often like think you're going to make it and you don't. But the mm-hmm. the 
it, it has like a bounce. I guess this is part of the the wall jumping, but it has kind of like an automatic bounce back when you hit walls. So sometimes you'll hit the edge of a of a like a hit a corner and you'll just bounce off of it and it'll be what the hell. And then other times you'll hit a corner and it'll kind of like boost you onto it. And it wasn't always yeah. clear to me when why it was doing one versus the other. Yeah, um, that so that that's one that uh like specifically it's it's a it's a hard thing because like you said with first person platforming it's just uh really hard to have a sense of where your feet are mm -hmm. uh when you don't have actual like proprioception which yeah. obviously you you don't uh and so i think like uh for the most part um most modern games have kind of like the solve for that is just like mantling like okay if i hit this edge a little low i'm gonna like show Boost a scramble up. animation yeah. of like showing the character sort of like grabbing the edge and pulling themselves up. And usually the trade off there is like, okay, you lose a little bit of your speed and momentum, but right. you're not, uh, you don't like bounce off. <laughs> you don't fall off or yeah. And like this game, uh, so it's not just that you like hit it and fall down. It's like, it propels you, it reflects you <laughs> off of it and it like bounce. applies you a force. Like, rubber, like you yeah. actually bounce <laughs> off of it. Like you're made of rubber, yeah, uh, which weird. is really hard it's like it's really frustrating when you like just miss a jump and then you get like catapulted <laughs> off and it's just like a big middle finger of just like fuck you <laughs> um but i i did uh i did want to like talk about one of the sort of like my thinking as to why the game feels you you said fragile and i sort of uh i like volatile like, i think volatile that, that sounds right so to me. so i think one of the things about this game is that it's like more driven by an actual physics engine yes. than most games of this sort are uh, because a lot of times uh, when you're doing uh, when you make a game about like moving around a lot you would think like intuitively that like oh this is a game about like using a physics engine to do silly things but like uh, in my experience uh, trying to like make make first person games and also like make uh, like action games a lot of the time if you uh like the uh unpredictability of an of like using a physics engine is actually extremely frustrating as a player because <laughs> yeah. uh turns out like some forces like when you subject um player characters that exist in a like non-real physical world uh and you subject uh, subject something that's supposed to be real physics it actually ends up can be it can be really frustrating and also really wonky because uh, a lot of the inputs that you're giving to this are like not physically possible or at least don't make physical sense. So when yeah. you, when the world reacts to them as if they are <laughs> supposed to be physically real, it's actually like really weird and can be really wonky. And I think, um, one of the, yeah, it's uh, too real I, I, almost. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, uh, rather than cheating it and saying like, okay, when you jump out of a wall run, we, f we give you a fixed, uh, velocity because, uh, we want you to always know consistently uh, something like uh, Titanfall, basically, which sure. I would draw the comparison because you it's like a lot of first person like wall running and jumping around uh, and something like Titanfall. They do like little uh, cheats, like how they sort of like magnetize you to a wall you're going to run on and they sort of they ignore certain things that um they kind of expect you to to maybe do. It can be really frustrating, which is why I had so much problem because like. I'm, I played a lot of Titanfall and so I kind of had to like deprogram my brain with how Titanfall works because <laughs> yeah. the, the thing I found the most frustrating with the wall running is that if you are holding the space bar still when you touch the wall you'll just immediately jump off of it mm, right and so uh, normally uh, in 
and this, this this might be a hard one of just like there's a big game that has done it and it works one way and so uh i like you know and i have been programmed to use it one way but yeah but for me the thing that i kept having to think about was like okay i jump and in titanfall what i would do is i just jump and hold the space bar down and then i latch on the wall start wall running and then once i'm ready to jump off the wall i lift my thumb and hit the space bar back down again uh and it's not until i depress it again that i jump off and then that's Mm -hmm. so if i want to chain wall runs together i'm like you know kind of holding spacebar letting go putting it back on and whereas this game you have to like tap it get up on the wall and then if you're holding it then you'll just jump right off and for me that was like uh i i I, I never got to be able to do it without having to like think about it and there are a lot of times where i just like got to like the the fourth in a in a string of wall runs and uh just like bounced off the side and i'm like cool (laughs) yeah you know so um but yeah i guess uh the the unpredictability of the physics i think especially came comes into play in those later levels uh of the sort of platforming ones that we haven't talked about yet where you're using the sort of like quote-unquote rocket jump style mechanic where you have to like jump in the air and shoot the shotgun at the ground uh and that one is just like those I found extremely frustrating because you're like, uh, you're supposed to be like running towards something. You have to look down, jump, shoot the ground, but you can overshoot it so easily because it's actually applying like the real, I think, I think basically what's happening is there's like, depending on how far you are from the ground, when you do that, it gives you like a, uh, you know, here's how much, uh, like force you get applied to you. Mm -hmm. Whereas really, which like, in real life physics, like that is how it would work. But a lot of times in a game, what a player is expecting and what will like feel more intuitive for a player is that like every time you do that, you get the exact same amount of force. Yeah. Uh, or at least, or at least that it's, it's you, you have to be, it has to be a large gap to make a difference. Yeah. And there's like, there's like a maximum. There's a, a discrete, like, all right, you can't go any faster than this. We, we, we clamp it. Like there's a minimum and a maximum, like within this range, uh, we do do a little bit of like, actually having your distance so that there's still some skill to like when you engage it. But, uh, I felt like if there was any of that sort of stuff going on, the range was like too big. Cause sometimes I was undershooting it and sometimes I was overshooting it. Uh, and I just didn't get a good sense of like when yeah. I, by the w- at the time when I did the jump, it's like, all right, that felt good. And then it's like, Oh no, actually I'm short or, Oh no, actually I overshot it. Um, yeah. And especially when you can't like do anything to change that, uh, it's it can be like pretty pretty frustrating and why i ended up not finishing uh some of the levels um yeah yeah i uh so another place that i think that that volatility comes in is the grappling um because mm. uh it you know it's so because it's it's totally like like it treats it just completely continuously in the mm. in the sense of like you know it'll it could be a totally different uh motion depending on where you hit your grapple and uh, and how much oh, I see what you, you have mean. at what's happening. Uh, and so I, I I didn't think it was as hard to use, but certainly mm-hmm. controlling your um your uh like height when you're using the the grapple, I mm-hmm. often was just like, what am I doing? Like sometimes it seemed like I could I could like build a lot of extra height off a swing. like I could end up going much higher than I started. Other times it seemed like I couldn't build any height at all. and mm-hmm. it was it was very tricky. Um, and it, it seemed like it was something similar where it's just like, 
the you know there it, it gives you such a range of motion that it's uh-huh. like every little you know finicky difference you make could have a totally different result and you're you know it becomes hard to master one thing yeah one thing also is uh i you know games implement um like swinging mechanics very differently and so i've played yeah. a lot of different games that have done it in different ways so i was sort uh-huh. of expecting uh y- the way you face to be a lot of games make it so like uh you can point yourself in order to do the equivalent of like you know you can build momentum change your swing. momentum yeah yeah you can change your momentum and you can build momentum by like mm-hmm. moving your face in a certain way i don't mm-hmm. think this game does that um or at least it doesn't do it as much as some um, and, uh, and certainly in the, in the speed run, the guy wasn't doing it all. He was just looking straight forward the whole way. Uh, yeah, so. I got the impression that it was the, like the key, like you could use the, this might've been all in my head, but it felt like you could use, um, uh, the arrow keys or like the sort of movement keys if you were. So if I'm like looking straight forward and hanging straight down, no swing and I hold, forward and then back then you can kind of oh you'll rock that yeah I'm, that's an, uh, i might be I wrong actually, i might be wrong i didn't actually try I, that now that i think about it or i didn't do it intentionally I, I, it's one of those things where you'd be like reflexively yeah. pushing it in the direction you're kind of go yeah trying to yeah go, and but. i like i i think i i tried it. i didn't find the swinging that um that uh unsatisfied i didn't find it that like i didn't find that you could be super precise with the swinging um no. and that like there were level there's like one specific level where you kind of like slide down a slope and then you're supposed to jump and you're supposed to be like swinging over this area where if you fall down you die uh and then there's a part where you're supposed to like uh swing and do like a wall uh you're supposed to like wall run and i just like didn't try the wall run at all because it was so hard to try and like get myself in a specific position with the swing that i I just like and you could just go around the outside of it like uh, pretty easily um yeah so it's uh you know it's it's one of those things and uh where the game didn't ask me to do anything like or it didn't i didn't have to do the uh be super precise with the swinging to get through the game so i didn't find it that frustrating yeah, it was yeah, like that's true. the wall the wall runs and the like shotgun jumps you did have to like be really precise with yeah. and i just found those to be well yeah that actually uh, that actually brings me to something else i had thought about this game which is that um you know level design makes a huge difference in the ima- in the way that you experience the the movement um like uh-huh. there uh, like as you point out that there were you know just the way that a lot of the levels were set up uh it gives you like a lot of you know spots to grapple on so you can you can save uh-huh. yourself if you fall so it's very forgiving um or it's often very forgiving uh 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 with the with the grapple and so it makes the grapple uh less frustrating um and then also in addition to being forgiving it just uh some of the levels where you have to use the grapple it really like the the structure of the level kind of railroads you in a way like there's mm. that one with the lava on the bottom um uh-huh. where there's like the bars do you remember this oh like yes. there's like basically yeah, yeah. bars you can swing from and they kind of yeah. sort of naturally like guide you in a in a certain direction and it it, mm. it sort of uh that that makes it so you'll you'll hit the swing of things haha uh, a little more uh wow a little more naturally um and then as a sort of a opposite example of that is i felt like um in some of the more open-ended platforming bits uh Mm -hmm. there is just not a lot of um 
the, the platforms aren't communicating to you what you need to do in order to mm-hmm. jump from them. You know, in a lot of, of platformers, you kind of like look at them and just like looking at, yeah. you know, you can tell based on the location of the platforms and like the ramps and stuff like that. Uh, they they sort of tell you, okay, now you're going to want to go this way. Um, sure. But the like the, the first time that you get in one of those big like jungle gyms with all the red, the uh-huh. like red things you can jump yeah, on. Yeah, like floating out in the sky. Floating in the sky. You're just like, what in the world do I do? And I just spent a lot of time just like bouncing back and forth on these being like, why I don't know where it wants me to go. And it also felt like there were a lot of like, um, the, the first level where you have to use the shotgun to boost yourself. It, at the beginning, there's like a big red jungle gym that you don't need to go through hardly at all. Like you need to go over like two platforms and that's it. Uh, but the, all the platforms are, there'll be like, a slanted one next to a flat one. And it looks Uh like if you jump off the slanted one and then jump again, you'll naturally land on the platform, but you're just short Mm. from landing it. And it's just like, there's just a lot of stuff. Because of that variability we talked about earlier, you don't know that you can't actually do (laughs) it. Yes, that's true. You you don't feel like sure that you can't do it. So, Uh so I did feel like there was quite a lot of variability in the degree to which the level design was telling me um, what I needed to, to, to yeah. do with my movement to complete it. And actually that's another example of one, of where the um the enclosed levels are the strongest because it, it makes, you know, in those levels uh for the most part makes re- like really smart use of like uh hallways and stuff in order to sort yeah, of like, and, and like you can't, funnel the thing you is, in, way, in interesting ways. You you can't fall off and uh you're it's much more forgiving to uh, so it actually sort of like makes some of the unpredictability like a little bit fun because it's like, yeah. oh, that sent me further than I wanted to. So instead of like sliding in front of this guy and hitting his knees, I'm actually like behind him. Uh, yeah. But that's kind of that's kind of funny. And I can like yeah. I can roll with that. Right. Yeah. Um, and I yeah, it's it was it was kind of funny because I I, I, I feel like the enclosed levels. Uh, I was like, oh, OK, I, I can see a version of this game that like I'm really into. Uh, and then the open ended ones, I was like, man, these are frustrating. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of think what you were just talking about with, um, just like not the levels, just like not speaking about where they're going. I, I think it sort of speaks to, uh, a, the, like, I think the biggest, like overarching, uh, uh, issue that this game's come from, which is, this is all speculation. And I think like coming to terms with this can be uh, a way that I think this game could really become something like great and that we don't have like so much trepidation about. Right. Uh, which is that when you're, when you're building a game and you have this vision in your mind, I, I can say this from being in the, in the, in the position with action games specifically, uh, you have this, uh, vision in your mind of like, here's how the game's going to play. And that's what makes it so fun. Uh, and, if you aren't having a lot of other people play it or you are sort of like, you're just sort of like in a, uh, in a vacuum, uh, then there's not ever a moment where it's like, okay, well actually like if someone just picks this up, they don't, they have no understanding of it. And like the way that you envision being the way to play your game, it's actually really hard to get someone to play your game the way you envision it. Uh, it takes a lot of work to be like, all right, this is the game and this is how it works. And I think yeah. like too often people uh, just like they pick up games that are where it's like, oh, it's easy to learn, difficult to master. And they don't uh, you don't like realize how much 
uh, they're being pigeonholed into learning how to play the game, the uh, like interface with the game and the way the game wants you to. And I felt like I could I could feel that happening uh, in this game where it's just like, I don't know where this level wants me to go, but I can I can I can feel uh, the creator being like, OK, well, so this is how you do this thing. So I uh, the player's going to know to do this. But uh, it's really hard to make those kind of assumptions when you don't have like a lot of people playing your game and you aren't watching people and realizing like, oh, actually, people don't know how to do this. Uh, and even the thing I talked about with like the wall jump where it's or uh, the wall run where you're like if you hold the space bar, you just jump off the side of it. If you haven't like if you programmed it, you obviously know how it works. And maybe that's just the way that feels most natural to you. So you ha- you don't even consider that uh, someone might be keeping the the space bar held for whatever reason. And then that's actually like a really frustrating thing. And it's hard as a player who doesn't have any knowledge of how the game was created to understand yeah. that that's the thing you're doing. Like it took me 10 minutes to figure out that that's what was causing me to not be able to wall run. Uh, because like as a player it's like i just do the thing that feels most naturally to me yeah or feels most natural to me and what feels most natural to different people is not the same thing Uh, so like i guess that what i'm trying to communicate with all this is i think uh we've said a lot of like critical things about this game but i think it's actually not that far from uh being like really fun and cool and obviously if you watch the trailers of the game and if you watch some of the speed runs like the people that have like figured it out it's like man that looks like that looks like a blast and i'm sure it is a blast but uh i think it's just like the 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 edges that you need to smooth off and so that more people can can get funneled into like okay now i have uh, a sense of how the game plays and i'm like playing how the creator envisioned me playing like i think that's uh, I think that those kind of things are going to be really valuable um, Yeah, with this game going forward, which we should say uh, there is a plan that it's, I think uh, it's going to be released on steam. There's going to be a full uh, version. There's like a yeah. full version that's being. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So who knows on. what, what will be different in that? I'd be curious to see. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do want to agree with you that there's sort of one of the, the things, this is sort of a, a feature of action games, but the, um, the the rough edges feel rougher even if in terms of like the amount of uh, actual you know programming and design level changes that need to be made it may not be that many uh it's just because mm-hmm. an action game is all about like you know uh you know beat and smoothness and like it all f- uh-huh. feel feeling right uh it, it really uh it presents itself to you when when you uh can't quite get it yeah um it's the, it's much harder to nail that than you realize when it's yeah just like, totally yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess the one of the things is that, that I sympathize with so much with uh, like this game is that I, I had it happen with a game like a prototype that I made that I was like, I pitched it and people were into it and then I built it and like me and the other people on my team were like, oh man, this is so much fun because like as part of like working on it and building it, you it played was it like, a ton, yeah. Yeah, and like, and they understood like what we, we understood what we felt was the the fun in the the mechanics that we built and yeah. then you'd give it to some people and some people would pick it up and be like, yeah. And then some people would pick it up and be like, what the fuck is this? I do not yeah. get this at all. Uh, and it's, yeah. it's really hard to, to close that distance. Um, but a lot of times it can be like just little, little things to do. Yeah. The I, one thing I will say is that the, um, the advantage to the sort of like volatile uh, movement mechanics that we've, we've talked about is it makes uh, it, it gives a lot of uh, power to speedrunners, and so the oh, yeah. and so the <laughs> the 
um, the the speed run for this game is really fun to watch just because it's like once when you've when the the like theoretical limit of the power of movement that the player has is really high, uh, but mm-hmm. the lear- learning curve is steep. You know that's the sweet mm-hmm. sweet spot where speed runs are all bonkers because you sure. know it's insane people. There's people who can tap into that. Yeah, the uh, unpredictability and sort of like. Uh, people who have the the like sort of fine ability of like aiming and movement in a game and yeah, can get totally. a sense of that can uh, uh, abuse the hell Make out it of it. Be crazy. Uh, yeah, because basically what the speedruns boil down to is any level where there's a rocket or not a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher, you Skipping are using that level, to just yeah. launch yourself past everything. Yeah, and because and it, it it looks really cool because you know when you you practice speedrun so many times, you know the exact spot uh-huh. you need to to shoot and jump and and it's like threading a needle where he just like launches yeah. across half the and they're half the map and lands exactly where he needs to land yeah and just like whipping the mouse around like wanting running one direction at the last minute like whip your mouse to the yeah. side shoot next to you and just like fly all the way across and like land on the end yeah. yeah it's uh yeah. it's it was pretty fun to watch and again it's like that that person is interfacing in a ga- in a way that like the creator probably wanted uh, yeah, but it's like if the if the barrier to doing that is like so sensitive that most people just kind of like have a frustrating experience and it's like, all right, maybe we need to tune it a little bit in, in one direction or the yeah. other. But again, another thing is that like you can build your game however you want and it might be that all of these things are uh, on purpose. Yeah, maybe it's, it's um, supposed to be a playground for speedrunners. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I there are there are certainly uh, like a, like subsets of of the gaming community where it's like. I want shit that doesn't inherently feel good to play or like, yeah, it's just like, I want to be, you have to be until I master you, it. Yeah. You have to be so good to even engage with it. Like on like the basic level, uh, that it's, uh, like really, I mean something like getting over it, right. Is kind sure. of like, a uh, a, a, a hyperbolic example where, uh, you know, Bennett Foddy is like kind of, uh, doing it with it to fuck with you a little bit uh but also knowing that like uh, there a lot of people want to try and deal with that or at least uh trying to deal with that is an interesting problem when presented in the way of like yeah this is intentionally uh like really finicky and the pain in the ass uh and it it is as consistent as other games it's just that the uh like the motor skill required to uh to harness that consistency is like much finer than most games ask you about yeah. or like, like demand of you. Uh, so it's just a, a different beast, right? Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I think we've, uh, we've covered everything about this game that I had, uh, I had planned to say, was there anything else you wanted to, wanted to throw in um, there? No, I did want to, um, I did just want to say like, Again, we we've said a lot of, uh, you know, like critical comments about this game. But like I do I do think that there is a future for this game that's like really fun and, and yeah. exciting. And At its core, it is cool. Right. I feel like. That's yeah. The, yeah. It is. It and is, like you watch those gameplay videos and you're like, hell yeah, I want to be able to do that. that. And I like I, I think I think that it it can be done. Uh, it's just, you know, take some time. And I'm sure putting it out on itch for free. I mean, part of that is probably get some hands on it and see what people say about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, and even if that wasn't Play the intention, yeah. you're getting that anyway. And uh, it can be uh, it can be hard at first uh, 
seeing people get really frustrated or excuse me, frustrated by your game. But then when you can use that uh, frustration to uh, and like present them with something where like, oh, so I, I watched you play this thing and it was kind of tough. So I, I changed tweak some things and here it is now. And to see it click with those people after it's been frustrating for them uh, is extremely yeah. gratifying. Uh, I, um, so I hope that I hope that that happens for Danny and I hope that the people that like how it is now uh, aren't you know uh, disappointed or their enjoyment isn't lessened if there is the, the sort of developments that yeah. we've talked about you know um, but actually before we uh, wrap up I did remember one thing I wanted to ask you that I didn't write down I just remembered which is um, when you have the freedom to bind your uh, crouch and sliding button what do you choose uh-huh. oh Oh, well, so here's, uh, are, I, are I you a left your, control slider? I am not. Okay. Uh, and I will, and I will also provide a, a counter question. Uh, so I, I use, uh, C. Yes, me too. Um, That's so you which, can just, you can go into the slide so much faster and yeah. And like, I understand that like kind of objectively it makes, well, a little bit objectively, it makes more sense to use left control because you can use your pinky and keep your other three fingers on the directional keys. Yeah, but my, I but don't have that level of manual so dexterity. Far. Yeah. <laughs> it's so far. Uh, and I've just, I, I think at this point, uh, C is just like, it's close and it's just muscle memory. Um, yeah, but my, my, my counter question for you is, are you a hold to crouch or a toggle crouch? Oh, it depends on... Uh, I it depends on the game. If it if it has sliding, I prefer hold to crouch. Uh, if mm. it's a slower slower paced game, sometimes I prefer toggle crouch. But I would say more often than not, I'm hold crouch. Interesting, because for me, um, I'm toggle every time, even with a sliding game, because I can tap it to engage a slide and tap it again to leave. It's yeah, it's similar but, to like the, but technically the, you can leave a slide faster uh, with when you don't have to to tap it yeah twice, i guess right? when you don't have to like move your key down but like I think, in, in uh, apex legends i prefer hold uh but yeah in, i think in um PUBG, i might have preferred uh toggle because it's like yeah how i, would, often I do just go toggle to, yeah i go toggle every time because it's like for me the i'm not playing at a level where you know the milliseconds of time <laughs> ver- of like releasing versus like lifting well, and yeah, pressing it's, it's the not, key down I mean, again I'm, I'm not like min maxing to that level it also just like i find in apex legends uh, uh the sliding it just feels nice to hmm. to like leave the slide i don't know it feels more natural to like go down with your finger and then come up yeah. when your finger lifts i don't know yeah and like i i kind of agree with you but for my like muscle memory just like sure i engage, mean in disengage, the end, feels in the end more muscle natural. memory is everything yeah it totally is um, but anyway, with that, I think we can, uh, uh, table discussion with Carlson for now. Maybe, uh, when the game has like an official steam release or something, maybe we'll revisit it, uh, yeah. you know, revisit it and see, uh, if any of our, uh, comments were addressed or <laughs> how it pans out, who knows? Uh, but anyway, uh, until then next week, we'll be playing a game I'm extremely excited about. Uh, you may remember like two years ago at this point, uh, we played a game, uh, called packing up the rest of your stuff on the last day at your old apartment. Oh, you did uh, remember by, the title. Good work. Yes, I did. Uh, by Carter Lodwick and Ian Ensley. They go by turn follow and we had them on the show, talked to them about the game. Uh, and they sort of, I think they hinted a little bit about their next game and their next game is now imminent and we have some pre-release codes. So, 
by the when you're hearing this episode, uh, the game will be coming out uh, in two days' time, I believe. The Tuesday after this episode comes out, mm-hmm. uh, their new game, Wide Ocean Big Jacket, will be releasing. Uh, and then our episode will come out that following Sunday. So you'll have five or so days to play it uh, from, you know, when the game comes out to when our episode hits, uh, which I assume you'll want to do because uh, Packing Up was a great, uh, lovely game. Yeah, dude, that, that game spoke to you. I remember you had uh, an emotional Yeah, it experience. still does. I honestly, I think <laughs> it it's one of my favorite games ever, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... Uh, it, that was a narrative sort of uh, game and this is another narrative game. So you're really going to want to play it beforehand. Um, if you, uh, if you uh, are interested in playing it before listening to the episode, which I think you should. So it is $8. You can find it on uh, steam or itch or even the Nintendo uh, switch eShop. Um, <laughs> and you can pick up wide ocean, big jacket by turn follow. Uh, and hopefully uh, listen along for episode and hear what we have to think about it. I'm so excited to play it. They they sent us uh, pre-release codes, uh, and I am I am so excited about that fact and yeah, really jazzed. Yes, I'm excited as well. I, we were very uh, fortunate to, that they were willing to let us do that. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Um, and that's what we'll be doing next week. So if you would like to uh, get updates on that episode, uh, get links to. Uh, either the game we played this week or the game we'll be playing uh, next week, you should follow us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter handle is at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, that's where we tweet out all the updates about the podcast, uh, games we play, new episodes, that sort of thing, uh, as well as general announcements when they come. And then sometimes we also tweet uh, with creators about their games. And um, if you're a listener and you have a recommendation for a game on Itch.io or otherwise kind of a super indie scene, you think we should uh, check out uh, we definitely would love to hear it so that's where you can find us uh, just add us um, and we will uh, we will look at your recommendations so follow us on twitter at edgeguardcast uh, white ocean big jacket next week and we will talk to you next time